was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Welcome to Shake and Not Noob, episode 28, the weekly podcast where we talk about video games, what's going on in the video gaming world. I am your host, Judy, mm-hmm. and with me, as always, is Fuzzy. How are yeah. you, Fuzzy? Well, almost always, apart from that uh, one no, time. One time. There was that one time at Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are the weekly podcast that talks about games every week. Yep. Without a doubt, every week. At least a week, on a weekly basis. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes fortnightly, but... At mostly least, weekly. Mostly weekly. Fortnightly is Fortnite, Fortnite. Yes, Fortnite. Yes. So if you're a fan of Fortnite and this is the first time you listen to Shake Not, Shake Not Noob, every two weeks we have Fortnite, Fortnite, where at the end of the episode, our friend Paul from the Countdown Movies and TV podcast will talk about Fortnite. Ask your parents what a Fortnite is. It's every 14 days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Fuzzy, what have you been playing? What are you doing? Man, I'm, I'm like fully gamed out this week. I think I've played all of the games that were possible to play. You say that every play. week. I have played all of the games. What have I'm, you played? Not much. Look, we're, one of them we'll review today, we'll talk about today, um, which is pretty awesome. Um, thank you very much uh, to getting that, organise that review copy for me. Very happy with that. Oh, um, but yes, we've got, um, like, I've been going through all my Game Pass games, like one by one, just nail it, like going through them, you know, getting them down. Yeah. I've been really enjoying uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Oh, that's the most recent one. Yeah. Yes, it is. I Came out last year. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so that was available. And I also played a fair bit of Wolfenstein 2. That was good, but I think I stopped about 70% of the way through. Is that because of the uncomfortableness of all of the cutscenes? Because they were super uncomfortable. I'm trying to think if there's a particular cutscene in question. <laughs> all of them. I would say all of them. The racism and the uh, wife abuse uh, in the first scene. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the weird sexual Nazi stuff where she sticks a gun in your mouth and pretends it's her penis. There's yeah. a lot of weird stuff in that game. It gets weirder. (laughs) It gets a lot weirder. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just brushing the surface of that, and that's as far as I want to go into it, because I I, I went and looked at the review scores for this game, super high as well. Like, we're talking 80s and 90s for these, you know, 8 or 9 out of 10, 4 uh, out of 5. It's it's bizarre that this game was, as weird as it was, was so highly rated. I think it's just because you shoot Nazis, and who doesn't want to shoot Nazis? I mean, you do get to graphically pull apart Nazis, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, so I've been playing a lot of those games. It's been really fun. Um, yeah, I just keep going through Game Pass. I mean, for what is it like ten bucks a month? It's ten, twelve bucks a month, something like that. There's a pass. There's a setup now where you can get Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass in one bundle. Yeah, which I mean, is like sixteen, seventeen bucks a month. Could not recommend this more highly. Like you know how you you have the PlayStation Plus or the Xbox games, games with, uh, gold. Games with gold. Like you get two of those a month, and they're okay sometimes. Sometimes you get some really, really good ones. The library available under this is just epic by comparison so we're not sponsored by Microsoft Honestly, although we fucking should be because we're selling this real hard I'm having just so much fun with it because it's the first time I saw Game Pass I just went this looks like crap there's nothing on it like I'll just buy CFDs I'll just buy Crackdown and now yeah. I'm like well now I can literally just I don't need to worry about buying it because I can just spend $10 a month I'm having a lot of fun with uh, we t- talked about some indie titles last week I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with the triple A's this week Devil May the- Cry on uh- yeah that's that's definitely been deleted from uh, my memory so <laughs> <laughs> no look I, I, just, I just could not recommend it enough because it does it does give you so much content for a very little price so yeah yeah there you go mm. Mm. 
That's what I've been up to. What have you been playing this week, buddy? Um, I've actually gone back to a, uh, a fan favorite game of mine back in 2017, I believe it came out, Ghost Recon Wildlands. What do you mean gone back to? You never stopped playing it. No, I did stop playing it because I went on to The Division and I went on to Rainbow Six. Okay. Um, yeah. So I've reinstalled it. I've done the Predator Challenge DLC, which of course, as I said before, was awesome. Yes. Um, there's some uh, returning missions of Sam Fisher, Splinter Cell, some, uh, some extra missions here and there that actually has Michael Ironside coming back to do the voice for it, which is... Awesome hearing him again. How old is he now? Like 150? He's very old. Yes. But even your your character in Ghost Recon is just like, holy crap, we just got a phone call from Sam Fisher. Like, he's nerding out, which is kind of cool. <laughs> um, and you can customize now, rather than just your character, you can customize your entire squad. So in the game, you play as either a male or female character, and all of your squad mates are male. Sure. So I've gone into the game, and I've made, like, a healer. The healer's female. I've made, a, like, this um, sort of this Irish Paddy sort of character who's just tech, and he's got, like, high-tech glasses and, like, all these radars and stuff on his back. And i just got this big, brute-looking guy who just carries all these explosives. It's an in-depth, fun, and surprisingly, there's actually, like, role-playing categories in the game as well, which okay. is, I kind of like. It's a bit of fun. Interesting. There we it's, go. It's a very, very fun game, but fuzzy. We've yes. got news, we've got two games to review, Yes, and we have a sponsor. Let's kick into it, buddy. Yes, so shall we kick off with the news? Yes, let's do that. Yes, who'd like to get, you got, you got news, I got news? I, I sent you a couple of bits of news this week, and I'd really like to cover that, because it's it's super important Go for, for me. because I probably didn't write it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, it's official now, Dirty. It's official. Uh, after a bit more than two years, yes. the Nintendo Switch has surpassed total PS4 sales in Japan. I 100% agree with that statement because I'm not a huge fan of the PlayStation 4. Well, there a lot, but do you think about it? Sony is a massive Japanese like. Oh, it is a ja- yeah. yeah, it's yeah. a Japanese company. It's huge over there, and Nintendo obviously is another yeah, Japanese company, yeah. even bigger. They've now surpassed PS4 sales. PS4 has been out for a, a long time. Oh yeah, and Switch is in two years is and a, surpassed it's Xbox that. in Japan as well. Yeah, I mean you look at that, and I think you know we've talked about how I I very much enjoy the Switch console. Mm. I'm, you know, following the nation of Japan here. It's super popular. So, yeah, well done to Nintendo Switch. I mean, keep bringing out more games. They just keep delivering the hits. I found a really cool uh, sort of... You know, there's like console stickers you can put on your console. So it's like you mm. have a Gears of War skin on your on your Xbox, or you got a yeah. God of War sticker on your. This is a toaster sticker <laughs> for the Switch. That, yeah. <laughs> so the dock is the toaster, and the actual Switch console is a is a piece of toast. I kind of like that. I, I really want that. I actually, I'd, I'd put that on my Switch. I, I'm actually thinking about getting the uh, the one that makes it look like a Game Boy. Um, so uh, yeah, that looks pretty cool. So look, th- there's some amazing stuff. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do next. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with some of the old games again um, mm. on there. Uh, my kid is actually playing a lot of. We reviewed this recently. Dragon's Dogma. Oh yep. He started playing that and is really enjoying it um, for the first time, and is finding it quite easy to play. So. And you found it quite hard. I didn't find it hard. I found it kind of boring, but you know, <laughs> kind of already done by Skyrim. But that's okay. Anyway, but I, I think it, it's really good that people can play those games, and they're giving people access to old games that uh, are fan favorites. So keep doing the good work, Switch, taking well, over the world. Well, speaking of Sony. Because yes. Sony's no longer in Japan. Sony announced a video game uh, late last week, just after we recorded, which I personally am very, very excited for. Which, oh, really? of course, is the Predator game. So it is going to be a four-on-one game. Yeah, one person plays as the Predator. Simpsons did it. I mean, um, Evolved did it. Evolved, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. And <laughs> there's probably some other ones that have done it. Uh, Dead by Daylight sort of thing as well. It's it's a very standard model now, right? It's the, you've it's got a very that, popular model. Yeah, yeah, one v many. And yeah. I, I kind of... I'm not a big fan of those games. I kind of think the balancing stuff in there is a bit weird. But yeah, it's it's once you get the rhythm of both 
attacking and defending or whatever it is, then you start to love it. Yeah, but then you get like those like those guys that are super, you know, play it a lot and they just like own. Rim, and the, yeah. yeah, and it just I kind of feel like the balancing stuff required in there doesn't doesn't even. That's out. why I like playing with friends because friends you're all chatting at the same time and they all have no idea anyway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, uh, four people play as Marines who that uh, they're in a, an Amazon colonial Marines. No, uh, they're in a Amazonian jungle. And There's one of them Dutch. It better be fucking Dutch or I'm not buying it's this not, game. Uh, it's probably like a pre-order bonus you get to play as Dutch or something you, like if, that. If that is not part of this game... He'll be a skin. He'll, he'll be a skin of some form. I honestly want to say, what's the point? If you're not going to do that, like that is like prime... You, yeah, yeah, he'll be like a tier one skin. Then you get like... Dylan Don- is tier two, you son of a bitch. You get Donald Glover. Yep. Uh, you get... Uh, Donald Glover? You mean Danny Glover? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Donald's dad, yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> uh, you'll get uh, shit, Adrian Brody probably. You might, I kind of like. Even, I kind of like Adrian Brody. I'm you might even say. get Topher Grace. And he's got a scalpel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stab you. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's going to be a, a four-on-one game where, of course, one place is the predator who hunts and tracks the uh, the humans. Sure. While uh, the humans actually have objectives to do while they're in the jungle, so it's not just a. Is the kill objective or be not to die? No, it's sort of like you have to go and like retrieve tech or find out what happened to the previous squad, and you actually have to find where they are and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So um, not much has been revealed. The only thing we've got is a uh, is a CG trailer. Yeah. And it looks pretty cool. Yeah. So okay. it's just like a group of them moving through the jungle, and then the camera pans up, and then you just see the the waves and all that sort of stuff. So it's kind of cool. I mean, everyone wants to play as the Predator, right? Predator vision, like it it'll be pretty cool. It'd be cool if the Predator played in first person, and the Marines played in third person. Mm. Sort of like how Dead by Daylight do it because that hinders the point of view from the the, the overpowered character because he can't see. As long as you can do that through like throwing your voice thing. Oh yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, oh, yeah. You can do that as Ewoks in the Battlefront game. It's actually really really cool. <laughs> you still need to play you that. Keep, you keep selling that to me, buddy, and I'm not buying it. You still need to play it. It's a really <laughs> really fun game mode. All right, what else have we got on the news, man? Uh, of course. Speaking uh, of Ewoks. Speaking of Ewoks, uh, I have nothing Star Wars related in my news. But speaking of old video games, yes, they're back, baby. Oh, they are. He's back. Who? Abe. Abe's Oddworld. Remember Abe? Oh, I do. Abe's, Abe's Odyssey. A, he's getting a new wor- a new game called Oddworld Soulstorm. Ba, ba, ba. It's gonna be a classic style game as well. Yeah, that's the the old side scroller platform. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. I mean, well, that wasn't even scrolling; it would be like a fixed screen, right? And then you'd walk off the screen once you finished the puzzle. Yes. Yeah, that was. I fucking loved those games. And and you could uh, fart and throw the fart in the other guy's face, and they'd all laugh. <laughs> and every time you fart, get <laughs> 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 uh, that's actually this a HD great. remaster on uh, the some of the marketplaces as well. You can get that. Yeah, nice. Um, so, um, is it any platforms or just like? Is it all we know is it's uh, it's next year sometime, uh, okay. and no platforms confirmed. But they did release a trailer and a little bit of gameplay of it. Does it look like? Uh, it looks it, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it looks exactly like you'd expect it to be. I, I'm I'm hoping this game isn't retailed at a hundred dollars. I'm hoping it is a forty dollar maximum price. Yeah. It reminds me of like, do you remember that old game Lemmings? Did you ever play that on yeah, the computer? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of like that, but with guys that can fart. It's so better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any, have you got any uh, any other news you want to? No, write there's off? been nope. absolutely cool. nothing else going on in the news world from my perspective. Well, then, from my perspective, there's a bit more. Red Dead Online is now officially out of beta. Oh, it okay. Is now officially just Red Dead Online, um, and with it coming out of beta, we've got <laughs> the up to the price. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the <laughs> the story modes being continued. So at the 
uh, during the beta period, the, the mission would end when you'd uh, sort of attack a fort and the character, the boss, would be covered in like Ned Kelly armor. Yeah. And you had to find a way to beat him. So the story is actually being continued in that. We got some new clothes and some new game modes uh, coming out for that. So I might dive back in and take another look. Cause, yeah, fair enough. Uh, I enjoyed playing that with our friend uh, Winters from So I Made a Movie Geek and Davo from uh, Super Movie Bros. So there we go. Cool. Uh, I will say, just as an extension for the that, there has been a uh, an apology issued by PlayStation. No. Uh, they incorrectly uh, offered the uh, a reduced price on Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, at 47%. Um, and they've now corrected it today. They've sent a correct email saying, uh, we sent out an email yesterday that said you could save 47% on Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, but the actual discount is 42%. Just make it 47 <laughs> Who the fuck cares? Right. Just For 5%, who cares? Just make it, yeah. Please accept our apologies, fuzzy underscore Dan. We hope you continue to enjoy our emails. Please accept this free coupon for 5% off. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you get out of it. What, a f- what an absolute jib. Like, if you haven't bought Red Dead Redemption 2, um, I would buy it only for the single-player game. Multiplayer is fun if you've got a crew of friends. Um, yeah, except, like... I've gone in here to select, see what the price is, and the first seven options are to buy the premium currency for the online mode, so Gold pass bars. on that. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm scrolling down, I'm scrolling down. Okay, here We're we go. live feed here. Here we go. Live feed, the 40... Oh, wait, no, that's 36% for the full game. If you want the special edition, which has the 42% bud, uh, uh, price, yes. uh, that is $75.37. Yeah, I'm good. It's just bit, get the standard edition, get the, which is sixty three dollars and ninety six cents. Yeah, so um, you can buy that now or or not, and just say that you did. Um, but yeah, maybe I'm I'm this close to trading it in. Don't trade it in. Do you see if how close? Do you see how close this is? That close. That close. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of, uh, I don't know how to tie this in, so fuck it. Um, World of Warcraft. I used to play World of Warcraft. We tried you wow. uh, getting into. Wow. <laughs> we tried you uh, to get you into it. You got you made a pretty cool dwarven paladin from memory, or dwarven hunter. Sure. And you had a pig, and you just called him Pig. <laughs> pig. Um, That'll do, Pig. But of course, uh, World of Warcraft has been going since I think 2004, and now we're getting Vanilla WoW, which is the original World of Warcraft game without any of the expansions, any of the new classes, new races. The max level cap is 60. It used to take people like six days of constant playing to get to 60. Yeah. And to be able to buy a mount costs like 500 gold, which took weeks of grinding. Anyway. So essentially they've just gone, with, here's the original game again. And yeah. they're, what, they're charging another 30 or 40 bucks for it? They're charging very little for it, I think. Okay. I think if you own, uh, if you already play World of Warcraft, you can play vanilla for free, I think, because it's, uh, it's a subscription. Look, the, the, yeah, it's the subscription that they, they get you on, right? They give you yeah. the game pretty much for nothing, and, it's and then like they charge you money. It's like 16 bucks a month for, for World of Warcraft. Yeah, I think I ended up buying like the full pack with everything attached to it for like 15 bucks. Yeah. So, yeah, it's very, very cheap, but yeah, it's the 15 or 20 bucks a month that gets you. Yeah, and then if you know you level up to level 100 and you don't like your character's like race anymore and you need to change your race, that'll charge you 70 bucks. Fucking racist. Change your <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but yeah, so World of Warcraft Classic is coming out, and uh, I don't know whether I'll jump back into that, but, and I'm by me saying but, I mean. You like big butts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, is uh, Blizzard release a uh, sort of those really high detailed CG trailers? <laughs> new app. <laughs> a new app. Um, you guys have got phones, right? Oh, God. Um, but they released a new, like, one of those really high detailed CG trailers for World of Warcraft. Sure. For um, the next sort of uh, 
patch for the current expansion. Yep. Where uh, essentially Orc Jesus character Thrall is coming back into the fray. <laughs> Orc Jesus. It's basically what he is. <laughs> Not gonna lie. It's basically what he is. Okay. But okay. Uh, yeah, so the character Thrall is coming back to the horde after Sylvanas tried to kill him. So for those Wall of Warcraft what fans, a scoop! You'll be going. Oh shit! Like no one tries to kill Thrall. Like everyone loves Thrall as a character. This is as relevant to me as Fortnite. Fortnite. Alrighty then. <laughs> well, moving right along, Ubisoft. Ubisoft, yeah. Doing some great things. The uh, Division 2's uh, raid sure. comes out. It's or- I think it's already out. It's already out, yeah. yeah. It's come out. Um, so you need to be over level 30 and pass a gear score of 500 to do the raid because it is very intense. And I think it's an eight-player raid as well. So it's Oh, shit. It's it's a lot of players required. But uh, Ubisoft done two things this week as well. Two. Two things. Count them. Uh, the creative director at Ubisoft says they're working on a new Splinter Cell game. Which I am very, very fucking excited for. Okay, wait. So this is unrelated to the division. This no, is just Ubisoft. Okay, just yeah. Ubisoft. okay. So that's one. Yep. Yep. Okay. So there's new Splinter Cell game. They're or they're working on it. There uh, apparently there are three AAA Ubisoft games coming out before March 2020. Okay, so this may be one of them, or Could is this like one of them. they sat down and they scrawled out some stuff on a napkin? We, know. we yeah. know Michael Ironside's uh, back for the voice. He previously didn't do the voice for Sam back Fisher. out of retirement again. Well, no, he had um, he had uh, cancer, so he said I couldn't do. Uh, <laughs> <Good> <laughs> I mean, that's a good excuse. <laughs> if you're gonna have any excuse, cancer's a good one. Wow. <laughs> uh, so he didn't do the voice of Sam Fisher in uh, in Splinter Cell Black uh, Blacklist. Um, so. And we haven't got a Splinter Cell game on current-gen consoles. The last one we got was Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. Which was... Uh, Blacklist. Yeah, that, which I really enjoyed. It was a fun game. With and all I the, um, the, like the, the, the projections on the walls and stuff like that. That was Conviction. Oh, Conviction. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. Um, conviction also. Very, very oh, good game. Oh, very good game. Some of the kills and takedowns and that. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so there are there is words of a new Splinter Cell game, which I'm very excited for. And sure. uh, as we know, Splinter Cell, there's three... There's, you can play the level three times over because there's three separate ways to play. There is Ghost, where you don't get seen and you don't kill anyone. There's Panther, where you stealth kill people. Yeah. Or there's Assault, where you just go in guns blazing. I, I like the middle option. I like to go in there and stealthily kill people. Panther. Yeah. Like, there's... there's I, I just don't like the, like the one game, like, the, the top echelon of this game is to get through without killing people. It's like, don't give me a fucking gun, then. You, you can have uh, trank guns, you can have sleeper guns, you yeah, can have gas grenades, yeah. all that sort of but stuff. But then you can't like sneak up into him and snap his neck. Like, no, where's the can, fun you in can, that? You can choke him out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, what was number two piece of news from uh, Ubisoft? Number Ubisoft. two piece of news, which of course I'm very excited for, comes out October of this year. That's October. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Ooh. Which everyone has been calling Point Break. Point break. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, uh, with uh, last week's piece of news, we got a uh, uh, extra free mission DLC for Ghost Recon Wildlands, which introduced a character, uh, Cole D. Walker, who was played by John Bernthal, who, uh, who you have to go save his character in, in Wildlands, and basically that's all we really See, know. See, I don't believe that. Like, John Bernthal looks like the character that never needs saving. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, already the premise of your story is shithouse. Please continue. <laughs> in Breakpoint, he is the main bad guy of yeah. the game. And uh, essentially, he's an ex uh, ghost re- ghost member himself. He's an ex surfer. Yep, uh, or an ex president. Oh, he wanted to. So he's a he's a actual former ghost himself. Yeah, um, and he has his own army and his own army of killer drones. Wow. So and it's insane. So there's some there's been some gameplay footage of what you can expect and stuff like that. The coolest thing, I creamed myself seeing this was, <laughs> <laughs> I seen him. <laughs> 
uh, was essentially a, a, a patrol was coming past past the uh, these players playing as a, as a crew. Sure. They've gone, they will demolish us. So they lie on the ground yeah. and they rub mud on themselves to blend in. Ooh. And I'm like, fuck, that's Predator. That's awesome. That's really, really cool. So they do that in um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Like, she does this thing where she can, like, paint herself in mud and then, like, lie up against the wall and then as soon as she does pulls out a big fucking knife that's made out of like a helicopter propeller and like starts like knifing it's great it's so much fun Jesus. you really like that <laughs> it's on Game Pass I'll give it a look yeah, there we go shout out the Tomb Raider um, yeah, I love those moves yeah. love those moves so uh, it just looks insane and incredible and although that's that's a that's not an in-game. That's an in-game. Is it in-game? In-game. Okay. Yeah, that's in-game. Not a trailer. Not a trailer. I it's, mean, this is there's, there's a this is minute Ubi Ubi stuff, so. and there's a, that's a CG trailer, um, and it just looks insane. I think you can you can see in one of the trailers as well, like a helicopter tries to pick up the ghost, and this swarm of drones just attack the helicopter and make it explode. Like it's insane. Interesting that they they're bringing this out, um, you know, a few weeks before E3. So um, yeah, well, we'll probably get more with E3. You'll probably have the the traditional sort of one person playing and then another person dropping into the game, and then another person dropping into the yeah. game and stuff like that. I'm just saying right now, I, I have this every year with E3 trailers. Never believe an E3 trailer ever, 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 ever. Well, what about Randy Pitchford's one for Alien Clone Men? This is real in-game gameplay. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's, that looks awesome. Like, what what about No right, Man's guys? Sky? Remember? Remember how that was going to be awesome? It's all like, right now. It's all right now. <laughs> Five years ago when they put it out there. Yeah, no, yeah, not yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. But so, now it's great. But yes. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm very, very excited for it um, as a big Ghost Recon fan. And of course, you're fighting the fucking Punisher at the end. So it's, it's, it's fucking sweet. Sweet. Yep. But that's it for the news. That's all I got. That's all I got too, buddy. I gave up a long time ago. But yes. <laughs> Duty, we have a sponsor. We do have a sponsor. You fucking beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> the man himself, Michael at Culture Shock Collectibles, which is my and now your one-stop shop for all things high-end collectibles or even things like Funko Pops. Yeah. Which is really, really cool. So we've got... Uh, Did you see the latest Funko Pop release that came out last week? Go on. <laughs> this will be a very strange reference for you. It's a Starbucks cup. That's a fake one. <laughs> Someone put the Starbucks cup in there, yeah. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Michael's just gotten himself a shipment of Michael Jordan Chicago Bulls sort of premium Funko Pops. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, some of them arrived amateur. He's selling them very cheap. Ooh, how as cheap? well as standard ones as well. I think they're going for like ten bucks. I'm gonna give me one of those Michael Jordan's. Uh, Michael cool. Jordan ones. Yeah. Um, and when Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. Yeah. No, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> He's like an old day LeBron James. So you know. Dave LeBron James. I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, we've got the new Hot Toys announcing their uh, their new Avengers Endgame stuff. You can get a one-scale replica of uh, the Nano Gauntlet. Yep, and I've finally, th- I've, I've said that to you, that is finally something that I will allow you to buy. You no, have- I, I actually asked my wife, um, should I get the Nano Gauntlet, the Hulk Gauntlet, or the actual Infinity Gauntlet? And Mon goes, the Infinity Gauntlet. No, 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 no. Infinity Gauntlet is so, like, last year. You need to get the Nano Gauntlet because that's the one that saves everybody. No, you get the one that kills everyone. <laughs> you sick fuck. <laughs> <laughs> sit up and sit down and shut up, you big, bold fuck. Um, yeah, no, I th- look, it looks amazing. It looks really yeah. cool. So, yeah, I mean, if I was going to get one, if I had to pick between the three, Iron Man Gauntlet would be pretty awesome. Yeah, I think I'll probably... It's, uh, the Infinity Gauntlet is about 1300 bucks because it's massive. Because it's, it's like a Thanos-sized gauntlet. Although, I have said, there's no point in buying one of these things unless you can actually click your fingers in them, um, because that's the whole thing. So, No, you can't. <laughs> See? What's the point? 
What is the point? Anyway, you can find <laughs> Marco's website at www.cultureshockcollectibles.com. The link will be in our show notes below, as well as on our Facebook and uh, Twitter page, should you want to check them out. Go buy some hot toys. Oh, yeah. I've got one that's coming very soon. I've got a Doctor Strange coming. Ooh. Mm, he's got all the arms. Stranger things have happened. Have you seen the Stranger Things Lego? Oh, it looks great. Holy shit. Sorry, side note. There is, it's the, the one of the, it's, well, no, no riders. It's her house from Stranger <laughs> Things. Another rider. <laughs> it's her house from Stranger Things. And it's like a 2,000 piece set. Bredo was telling me about it. Yeah. And it's actually the normal house at the top with like the and sheriff's car and then it's upside down. It's got the upside down as well, which is pretty awesome. So, oh, yeah. it's fucking rad. <laughs> I sort of need it. There are the Game of Thrones ones that will come out as well, which, which is pretty awesome. Oh, is it? Uh, the King's Landing. The new King's Landing one. <laughs> yeah, it goes great with my older on set. <laughs> <laughs> it goes also great with my George Lucas on top of a billion dollars. So, yeah, yeah that one. It's <laughs> pretty good. That one. <laughs> uh, but Fuzzy, we've both played something different this week. We You've sure have. I've got a game. Yeah. You can go first. Paper, rock, scissors? Oh, yeah. Right, okay. right. One, two, three. Yeah, one, Ching, two, three. One. This is really good radio. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> so who goes first? I do. Okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> for those of you uh, playing at home, that was scissors, scissors, paper, paper, scissors, paper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I won. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Little uh, little sports commentary for you there. <laughs> look at that, blow by blow. Oh, look at that. He's just knocked her for six on oh, the Oh, no, they're both gone paper. What's going to happen next? <laughs> uh, so uh, I've been playing Rage 2, so I got a, a copy of Rage 2. Uh, thank you very much for the review copy. And, um, of course, it's been eight years since we, uh, since we last saw from Rage. The first Rage is on the Game Pass. Uh, where it's very similar to sort of uh, Fallout where your character's in an arc, which is basically a vault, but rather than it being sort of this big underground facility, mm. it's sort of like a drop pod looking sort of thing. Okay. It, it holds a couple of people in it. Your character in the first game wakes up out of this drop pod. It's, you know, so many years after an apocalypse. It's like year 2156 or something like that. Sure. And uh, John Goodman's like, we need your help. And that's basically the story. V. John Goodman. V. John Goodman. Wow. Yes. Um, in Rage 2, you play as a character called Walker. At the start of the game, you pick whether you want to be... Is he a fucking Texas Ranger? He's the last Ranger. Yes! <laughs> That's great. He's okay. known as the last Ranger. I may actually buy this game now. <laughs> uh, you uh, At the start of the game, you choose if you want to play as male or female. That's your only customization option. And uh, from there... I mean, see, it's no like Conan Exiles where you can pick the size of your schlong. <laughs> Couple of but you know, it's, yeah, it's fine. Let's continue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you, uh, you you pick your your character of walk. You pick which walk you want to play as. You go and you play the game. Uh, and essentially, Nazi-like characters known as the Authority are essentially attacking the one of the last sort of main human cities, if you will, or main civilized cities. Sure. Uh, and it's your job to sort of get revenge, rally your allies, and and sort of uh, force an attack back. Okay. So okay. Retaliate. Uh, yeah. Uh, first person. It's a first-person-only game. Yep. Um, your character at the start of the game gets a power suit, which is basically identical to the power suit from Doom. It's essentially, instead of green, it's white. Ooh. Um, so totally different. Oh, yeah, completely different. Yeah. Uh, and not, not selling any IP here whatsoever. Well, it's made by ID Software and Avalanche Studios. So ID Software, of course, Doom and Wolfenstein. Not leveraging some existing ideas yep. whatsoever. And Avalanche <laughs> Studios just caused Mad Max. Mm. There we go. So we have some creative things in here as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> okay. So lightning storms no spinning lightning around storms. in a tornado. No, nothing like that. It's pretty cool. Um, but there is a weapon in the game that is basically the tether gun. It's basically the tether from uh, Just Cause. You shoot uh, a particular sort of surface, 
Yeah. I've shot in a, a car driving past, and then you shoot the enemy, and the, it will tether to the enemy, and they'll go flying off. So it's exactly the same system as just Yeah, course. but it's a game. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so there's, uh, totally different then. It's totally fine. We're not borrowing any other ideas. Uh, no, 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 no. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so what are we saying? Like We're saying literally they've taken ideas from every single one of the other games and put them all together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's I'm, like, like, I'm fine with that. Just, just it plays like an open world version of Doom. Okay. Um, except no demons, no hell, and no Mars, and all that sort of stuff. But, uh, except Nazis. So, kind of like a crossover between Doom and Wolfenstein. Basically. <laughs> um, and uh, Without the weird sexual things with Nazi ladies. Yeah, no, there's no weird sexual things in this okay. at all. Anyway. Um, but uh, the gunplay is very, very entertaining. It, it's somehow mixed with Doom and Bulletstorm, if you played Bulletstorm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, that, that satisfying... When you hit someone in the head and that sort of lots hearing, of blood splatter, hearing and blood and organs hit the ground and all that sort of in that animated punk neon sort of style. Are we getting uh, shoot in the leg? It hurts their leg, or is it just like general damage? Or none of that, sadly enough. Which which was like what he, made he, Bulletstorm awesome. If you shot them in the knee, they'd drop to their knees because they'd have no kneecaps. Yeah, yeah. you get fifty points kneecapped. Yeah. Uh, you see, I like those games where you show that kind of level of detail rather than just sort of body contact is, you know, yeah. wherever. Is if you hit them in the head, you'll hear the massive sploosh and you'll see their head come off and all that sort of sploosh. stuff. Sploosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, buddy. <laughs> you, you may need to talk to somebody about that. Um, and you get some pretty sploosh. cool... You get some pretty cool weapons at the start. Um, you got your standard, like, pistol, your assault rifle, and you've got a shotgun where if you aim down the sights, it actually sort of uh, focuses the slug into one single round. So it sort of turns a shotgun into a rifle if you aim down the sights, which is kind of cool. Got a little bit of um, a twitch there. Just keep going. Yes. Huh? Keep talking about this shotgun. Why? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's actually pretty fun. Yeah. Um, there are some negatives with it, though. Okay. Um, first one being being a first-person shooter, and it's got a little bit of sort of RPG elements to it. You can upgrade your skills, and you can add sort of, you can uh, increase the ammo clips and stuff to your guns. There's no real personalization, so you can't customize your character. Yeah. You can't add scopes, you can't extend stocks, you can't actually it's just physically whatever. do things to the guns. It's just upgrades that don't actually change the aesthetics of the gun or anything like that. Which oh, is okay. Kind of crap. Yeah. Um, the melee combat is fucking awful. It is one of the worst melee systems I've experienced how, how in the game. How can you have a bad melee system? Like, it's so, literally push down on right stick. That's what it is, right? Yeah. This is in my video review, which you can find now. There are on the famous YouTube uh, website. I believe it's YouTube.com. Yeah, yeah. Google it and yeah. you'll find something. Yeah. 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 Um, so throughout levels and throughout sort of environments, you'll find uh, wooden boxes. They'll have ammo, health, craftables, whatever. The game also doesn't teach you how to craft. Mm. It's just like, you found electrical components. I'm like, sweet. You go through. I've gone through the menus. I'm like, where do these electrical components come in handy? There's nothing in here saying craft this. Yeah. It's... Yeah, second, there's another note. Um, <laughs> but you'll stand over a wooden box. You'll be generally playing another game similar to this, like Doom or Wolfenstein. You'll be close enough. The hit mark will say, we'll go red. It will say, wooden box, you'll melee, and nothing will happen. You'll melee again, and nothing will happen. You need to either be standing on top of it, touching it, yeah, or crouched and hit it, or you shoot it like I do, because I'm like, I'm not fucking playing this game. <laughs> it's... it's there's multiple... I've got so many hours of game capture of me trying to melee boxes Yeah, that I'm just... I'm, I just Swing and a miss. so frustrated. Yeah. I just end up going, no, nah, fuck this, and just shoot them. I had a very similar problem with Wolfenstein with like um, picking up items. Same thing. 
Yeah, you, you try. We uh, have to press X. It's like no, just walk over it. And sometimes when you walk over it, it'll work. And then other times it won't. So you walk over it two or three times, and all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, now you've picked it up. It's like just fucking pick it up. Like have a larger pickup radius. I should not have to press X to pick up ammo. Same thing in any single fucking game ever. Same if there's ammo rage. on the ground, it just automatically happens, right? That's yep. right. You're, you're with me on that, yep. aren't you? Ammo magnet. <laughs> Ammo magnet. Uh, the only thing that magnets uh, in the game is health, which are these sort of like blue vials, which sort of they'll, they'll magnet you, but weapons, uh, not weapons, sorry, weapons you only get from arcs. So they're sort of like space age sort of weapons. So yeah. if you see like a, a bandits using like these rusty machine guns, you can't use them. Okay, so uh, you kill them and then... They're and then you physically see their guns do that like shrinking disappear. That and oh. I'm like, the f- meh. Yeah, like I, I, I wouldn't mind having... It sounds like it's uh, like it, it's very much in uh, unsure about where it wants to go with the, like some of those systems. It's very arcadey. Yeah. Okay. Um, and for some aspects, it really, really works. Yeah. Because it's just great to pick up, play, screw around, all that sort of stuff. But if you're looking for something more in depth, you want to sort of after you finish a five to seven hour campaign, after you finish, yep. <laughs> Fuzzy's pulling a face. How many dollars is this at a retail store? For us now, about seventy bucks. The standard, standard sort of thing. You uh, can there, there's multiplayer though, right? Nope. I found nothing multiplayer in this game. What are you talking about? That is a $30 game at best. There is no fucking the way. The menus have... I was looking everywhere. The menus have nothing for like... Okay, so it's a single player only game. I'm gonna five to seven hours on the campaign. But then you've got free open world and you can... Who the fuck a, cares? <laughs> <laughs> you like, can seriously. be a bounty hunter. Who the fuck cares? Like, you have to give core story to this stuff... And if you make a story mode and you make it single player only, fucking deliver. That's terrible. It does not have any kind of multiplayer or co-op experience available. Ugh. Well, you, which means you brave the wasteland on your own. Which, look, I, I mean, I like DLC, it. expansion stuff. But you need to, what, 15 to 20 hours? 10 yeah. to 15? Like, yeah. somewhere between 20, 10 and 20 hours I would be happy with. 10's probably on the low side. But if you're buying a AAA title... For 7? Yeah, uh, I think you need to, you need to do more. Well, that's the thing. As soon as the game was released, Bethesda released a... Um, uh, here is our roadmap for our DLC. This month you're getting this, this month you're getting this. I'm like, cool. This shit should have come out as standard with the game and not actually release it as they're early. Not, they're not going to charge people for it, are they? Look, to be honest, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, uh, yeah. There are microtransactions. It is fucking Bethesda, so anything's possible. Yeah, there are microtransactions and that comes to solely weapon skins. <sighs> That's it. So if you want a gold assault rifle, you need 450 premium currency coins. What's the fucking point? Exactly. Who yeah. are you showing that off to? Uh, no one, because it's single player. What a stupid fucking game. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it, is, it is fun. The, um, the, the gun combat is great. The driving and exploration in vehicles is actually quite fun. Okay. It's very reminiscent of driving the Batmobile in Arkham Knight. So it's it's Arkham Knight. Was I, don't know, I don't know if that's fun. I don't really enjoy I, that. I enjoyed driving, but Arkham Knight was also set in a city, so you had to go curve to the streets and stuff. And the fucking tank mode and ugh. yeah, but because this is like open sort of wild des- uh, deserts, and you've actually got jungles and stuff, so the wasteland is starting to sort of come back to life. Okay, it's kind of cool. Um, but the one really, really fucking annoying thing to the point where like I turned my console off. Ooh, was. Drumroll, please. In the campaign, to do a particular mission, they go, oh, you can't come in here. It's like, oh, what do I need to do to get in here? The game is full of fetch quests and oh, go yeah, here, yeah. kill this, sure. come back. Yeah. So you need to go onto this TV show and survive waves of zombie, ho- of mutant whores. And I went, 
All right. So I go to this TV station, and it's like it's a game show. It's it's like a TV game show where we throw like waves of mutants at you, and you just have to survive. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. And it was fun. That was fine. The second one was, was you have to come first in the the crazy rally wacky championships. I'm like, all right, what is it? So I go there and check it out, and it's like, oh, it's just a dirt track. You do two laps, and that's it. Because the driving engine is built on exploration and a bit of combat, it is not built for racing, and it fucking sucks. There are invisible walls on the track <sighs> in the actual part <laughs> of the map. I'm, I'm shivering, and not just because of the cold. I understand giant rocks like blocking off your path, so you have to turn left, or you have to turn Show right. Show me the fucking like blocks. That, right? Yeah. But there is literally one portion in the map where the, 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 sort of the raceway splits into three sections. You can go down whichever section you want. If you go down one section, there is a giant invisible wall down it where you'll just smash into it. You'll have to reverse and go around an invisible wall. Now, this is pod racing. I fucking lost <laughs> it. Three times I did that fucking race. Oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, yeah that, okay. Yeah. All right, well, if we, we had to give this a, uh, a score, which a, we do. Uh, yep. Out of five. Out of five which yep. is our, I'm going to give it a three and a half. Okay. The, the gun, combat, uh, gun combat is great. The actual open worldness of the the world itself is great, and you get the wingstick, which is this throwing sort of discus, sort of like weapon. Discus meniscus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you got the premium copy of the game, you get the BFG, which when you leave the the city, you just see this. Wait, co- they didn't bring it. Uh, no, not the fucking BFG. The BFG. How can you do that? That's the way it's introduced is actually pretty cool. We've stolen this directly from our other game, right? <laughs> So as you're, <laughs> you as you as soon as you leave the main sort of uh, the the city and you get to explore, yes, this giant comet essentially crashes next to your car. So you go check it out, and it's actually a it's rock the, from Mars, and on the inside of it is the BFG. So it's actually like a Mars rock. It's kind of cool. I was like, oh, that's a cool way to introduce it rather than go. Oh, oh you're talking about the it. gun. I was thinking about the big friendly giant. But yeah, no, you're yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How could they? That's argh, that's blasphemous. That's only if you got the premium edition of the game. And it's very yeah, for, for all you other poor people, um, suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> There's also if your character gets uh, s- majority of games have this way. If you deal enough damage or you wait long enough, you get a, a super mode. Like God of War had it with Kratos, you'd get angry and mm. you deal additional damage. Same thing in Rage Two. It's called Overdrive mode. Mm, yeah, the screen gets sort of jittery as if it's like. 80s, 90s nostalgia, and it goes all punk poppy and stuff like that. It's actually really disorientating. Okay, and it actually made me feel sick. Okay, um, so. Be Slightly warned. Unwell. Yeah. yeah. Be warned if you if you do pick up a copy of Rage Two because that is an issue. Um, and also, the character's got a power where he can focus. Where literally, his left arm comes up on the screen and sort of makes a half fist, sort of like Bioshock before you use a plasmid. Yeah. But oh, you're man, not. I want to play Bioshock again. Right. Like that explains your hand coming out because you've got a plasmid. You're about to shoot something out of your hand, like a bees. lightning or something, or bees. Yeah. But this is just that's how you focus, so you can see if there are enemies around. Like a hand covering like the portion of your screen. It's kind of weird. There are some things that really work and some things they didn't think of. Okay, interesting. And uh, there's no quiet option. Everything is loud. You can't take an outpost quietly with a bow and arrow like you can in Far Cry. Yeah. You have to use loud guns, even if you try and sneak up there's and knock the, people there's out. There's the bullet storm approach it's to bullet it. Bullet storm. Yeah. 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 Which works. It's. Great. I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. There is a time and place for that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. That's why I think I think in this instance, Far Cry might be, it might have done it better. Well, I don't know. I played New Dawn, and it's not that good. <laughs> it's probably on par. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But we've got Borderlands Three coming out soon as well. We do. Well, thank you, Randy Bishford. And uh, thank you, Randy Bishford. <laughs> and we've got. Ladies and gentlemen, Randy Bishford. <laughs> 
three billion guns coming in that. So. Randy Pitchett, if you want to come on our show, we'll definitely have you on. Fuck, <laughs> we'll beat you in the lobby of the hotel. <laughs> Fuzzy, you've been playing something. I have. What I have you have. been playing? What you doing? Um, well, look, thank you again to our local major retailer. Are we allowed to say their name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. Uh, JB Hi-Fi. Stack. Yes. Uh, they gave us a copy of... Total War Three Kingdoms to play. Yes. Uh, Three Kingdoms is the latest release, which is coming out in like two weeks. Still two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. It's still a long time away. The uh, the review embargo drops. That's why you're so happy. <laughs> <laughs> the review embargo drops when this episode drops, which is great. Um, so we can actually talk about it. But yeah, like it's still a long time away. So they're pretty confident with the uh, the quality of the game that's coming out. Yeah. Um, it is set in China. Okay. China. Uh, <laughs> Sorry? Jaina. Okay. You know, it's no. all right. It's a Trump reference. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's how he says Jaina. <laughs> Dude, he's losing it. That's great. <laughs> okay, so we're sitting in Jaina, and uh, <laughs> it's basically at a time, it's, it's, it's known as like there's a, the, the War of the Three Kingdoms. Essentially, there's three major powers within China uh, yeah, fighting each other to take control of like everything. Like Dynasty Warriors. Pretty much, yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're, they're uh, like basically you take control of one of the factions, either within you know major factions or smaller ones within those powers, yep. and you do what you do in Total War. You try and take over the world. Uh, it's a mixture is of it the world, or is it just Jaina? Well, it's just Jaina, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you just try and take over everything and destroy everybody else. Now, I will start and say by saying the game in the menus and in the like the main gameplay area is super pretty. Okay. It's like they've got all this sort of flowing ink sort of Chinese calligraphy style oh, to everything. Cool. Yeah, it's really all like right, yeah. yeah, nice and nice and colorful the the skills tree that they've got in there where you can develop skills for your faction is an actual tree. And so every time you click on a skill, it sort of flowers open and then like spreads uh, that's out cool. the branches. Yeah, that's nice so, attention detail. Yeah, some really nice stuff in there. The character modeling is really great within the menus itself. Like I think there's some really beautiful work that they've done in there. Um, and that's like the art style for this is very distinct as opposed to other games. So yeah. we've had a lot of uh, games come out recently um, for them. They released last year uh, The Thrones of Britannia, uh, yeah. which is uh, all about battle in, uh, in ancient England. And I'm surprised there's no Game of Thrones version of this. Um, well, it kind of is in, in Warhammer, but... No, really. Yeah, they kind of done it. Like, I think it's a bit too close to Warhammer to be outside of it. Yeah. I see your point. It'd be quite a lot of fun. They yeah. could pro- someone's probably modded it. I guarantee you that someone's modded that already. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so look, uh, I, I think it's a really interesting game. Anyone who's played last year's release of Thrones of Britannia, it's almost exactly on par with that game. Okay. So it's it's kind of feels like it's not a full game as such. So I look back to the, rele- the releases of the past, like Shogun 2, um, the Warhammer titles that have come out. Mm. They're full releases in their own right, and they're like detailed, full games. This one and the Thrones of Britannia feel like they're they're almost like a like a little sidestep. They're not quite the big epic scale of some of the other games. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think there's a little bit of restriction in there, but that that could just be how they're releasing games. Are they trying to release something every year, mm. improve on the last model, trying to introduce new systems, and that's totally fine. They're trialing everything. So, this game jam packed, like absolutely jam packed with all of the detail. How does it compare to Age of Empires? <laughs> Age of Empires, really, buddy? Yeah. Look, uh, Age of Empires. Total War. Uh, yeah. Nah, nah, I've only played one Total War. 
Exactly right. And I was not good at it. <laughs> Look, I mean, it's, it's a totally different game. Like, it's just the, the level of detail on this is so much far and above everything else. Mm. This is the strategy franchise. Like, it's it set itself apart and it does it so, so well because it gives you that, you know, that sort of tabletop board game kind of style map where you plan out, you know, what your oh, factions' yeah. Yeah, moves yeah. are and, you know, you can resource management and all sorts of stuff. You manage the health and well-being of your, you know, your people. Do you do that in the Warhammer ones? A little bit. Like, there's a little bit of a discontent filter kind of thing, but... Oh, yeah. This one is a has a lot more detail. Like you need to like hunt and scavenge. And <coughs> well, you need to manage like food stockpiles and stuff like that, and make yeah. sure that you've got enough coming in. Your armies also have resources, so if they go off on a march through enemy territory, they use up resources, so they can only go so far before they have to stop and sort of stock up again. Yeah. So there's like there's really interesting resource management stuff that they've added to it that makes it. Not just that straightforward, I'm just going to charge ahead and take over everything. Yeah. You have to stop and think about that planned approach. So, really fun. Cool. And I will say the the other part of this game is the combat, uh, where you go in and do yeah, all of the battles. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's much faster than I've seen in previous games. So, How many it, times did you get creamed? I wasn't really setting up. <laughs> once. Knocking his model o- models over. <laughs> <laughs> Only once. Uh, but it, I was severely outnumbered. But you know, I th- there's a lot more fun to be had in these games now because I've sped up the combat. Yeah. It used to be quite slow. You'd move all your troops into place and then you'd just wait half an hour while they killed each other. <coughs> he's coughing. Excuse yep. me? Yeah, he's good. Um, but now it's actually really... Uh, it's, it's quick. It's precise it's what it needs to be i think what they've been trying to get to Mm. they have overpowered the horses once again so horse units are super strong and they just take over everything so you just get full stacks of horse troops and see that's right over the top of people that's what kind of like if you could make buildings or if you can make fences or stuff then you can't have horse troops just sort of attack you if you could drop cow traps or put down spicy wire or something spicy wire I've been playing too much Rainbow Six Edge <laughs> but if you, could, if you could put like you know like barbed wire or something up so they can't just run through it yeah well it's, it's about the battle tactics though it's kind of open field there are like they're much better where you like you t- attack somebody on a map they kind of take that realistic shot of where you are on the, the world map oh, and yeah. make it like realistic to, to an extent in yeah. the actual game which is great I really like that because previously it's been like oh you're playing on a desert here's our standard desert map or oh, it's yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. you know limits the options so I think they've done a really good job with making that a little bit more streamlined and realistic uh, but yeah, the combat's fun. Your generals now uh, can go into duels with other generals. Um, so you can go head-to-head with another general. for, a, And they basically have this one-on-one battle and the animations for them are amazing. It's these two little dudes like flipping over each other and stuff. And like everyone clears a big circle around them to watch what's happening. Fight club stuff. It's pretty cool. Um, so, and that's that's really fun. It can really like, you know, and when you defeat another another general, it can really demoralize the opposition as well. So yeah. it can make huge like moral shifts and uh, morale. Yeah, shifts, the enemy so. team running off the board. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of that, but I think again they've they've gone back to um, they had a Mongols version of uh, Rome two, which came out. Oh. Uh, Till of the Hun, sorry, and uh, he, basically it was just all horse troops, and horse troops were the biggest thing, and it's like. I kind of don't want that. I want to have even unit spread. You can have your strengths and weaknesses within units, but yeah. they shouldn't just be able to mow down everybody else. Which is else. where the, the Warhammer one came in handy. Like, yeah, you could have horse troops. You could have, you know, the the vampire horse troops. Like, they're great. They go up against wood elves, and they got range against their side. You're fucked. Exactly right. There, I think Warhammer 2, look, there's more... 
like you get more units that are very, very super specialized. Yeah. So it's like super ranged or super defensive or, but the, but at least you know really what those characteristics are and you can play up to that. Yeah. But they, it feels a bit more vanilla within uh, within Three Kingdoms. Yeah. They're kind of all of the same kind of troops and you just make the best use of them. The ranged uh, attacks are also quite a lot less effective. Yeah. They're more for harrowing uh, troops, not actually attacking them, which is kind of disappointing. You want to see a bit more action in that stuff. Um, so, yeah, so look, I, I think there's a lot of balancing stuff within the combat uh, systems that need to be worked out, which I'm sure they'll get into. But for now, it's probably one of the weaker parts of the game. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, of course, preview games out of five. We do. Um, I'm also going to give this a three and a half out of five. That's seven out of ten for those playing at home. That's it. Or 70 out of 100. <laughs> I think there's a lot of fun to be had in here. Anyone who's played War, um, uh, Total War games is yeah. going to absolutely love it. Yeah. I think if you're going to play a Total War game and you haven't already, Warhammer 2 is the game to go to, though. I'll probably agree with that statement, yeah. Yeah, like as, as far as like somebody who's played the entire series, this is now the 13th game in the series. I played them all. Warhammer 2 is the most complete version of that game. It's without not, the Tomb Kings and without the Wood Elves. Oh, I've got all of the DLC. Uh, of course you do. But, like, I mean, I look at that and I go, right, like, I've bought every single DLC pack that's come out for it because it's a lot of fun. I've, I've invested hundreds of hours into that game because it's a lot of fun. It, it really, like, no, it's not historically accurate or anything like that. Yeah. And some people in these games really want historical accuracy. I want to see the, you know, this dynasty or this army or this general I want to see those characters in there mm. great more power to you this is probably a game for you I'm looking for a complete package of a game and I believe Warhammer 2 is that game so right on. yeah so look enjoy it if you're a, like I said if you're a Total War fan definitely go get it I think you have a lot of fun with it it's introduces some new things that you haven't seen before that are a welcome addition to the game that mm. streamline everything and make it a bit more Slightly more arcadey than it has been in the past. All right, so it seems like we've both gotten games that should have been a little bit more, but they just turned out to be a bit more arcadic. Yeah, like I mean, it's an arcadey strategy game, but yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. I think there's there's some some great content in both of these games, but yeah, there could have been a bit more substance beneath the surface. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I think let me just check my phone. Natural padding. Natural padding. Natural padding. Natural padding. Natural padding. Uh, we don't have any questions, so I think that'll be it for this week's episode. Of sure, buddy. We'll be, of course, back next week for episode 29. Fuzzy, is there anything you want to bring up before we wrap up? Uh, look, I'm very excited to be playing some more games this week. Check uh, out our YouTube page for the Rage 2 and the Total War. Well, I'm going to do something different for the Total War. I'm going to do a first 10 minutes of gameplay uh, videos. So you'll see, be able to see what the first 10 minutes of any game looks like. Yep. Um, and decide for yourself. I think uh, doing a traditional review on this style of game is I'm not going to have enough time to go through the uh, Everything, yeah. 45 minutes of things I need to talk about um, in a, yeah. a five-minute review. So. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, so that'll, that'll be coming up very soon as well. Woo. All right. Well, uh, I've got nothing else. No, I don't either, buddy. Oh, we figured out that Dave from Super Movie Brothers is the Mortal Kombat expert. He, oh, okay. He creamed me. Oh, yeah. But then he's like, let's move on to Injustice, which was poor form for him, because Bad we form. know how, how I am with Injustice. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. If you're an Injustice person who likes to, like... Injustice. Yeah. Come and beat Duty. He needs, no, 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 he needs to be beaten. Take him off his fucking pedestal. 
Says the guy who uh, beats me in Total War. Yeah, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Come and beat me in Total War, buddy. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've been Judy from signing off. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Shaking Out Noob. We'll, of course, be back on Monday for Shaking Out Nerd, where we talk about John Wick 3. Trace. Trey Wicker. Okay. <laughs> <Today> weaker. Uh, <laughs> if you enjoyed this episode, you can leave us a review on the podcasting app you're listening to. We mm-hmm. very much appreciate it, and we'll read it out on the show. Yes, we will. Yes. I got nothing. All right. <laughs> fuzzy. And this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you to never, ever, ever pre-order anything, especially from those motherfuckers at EA.